0: Hello, welcome back to Not Another Sneaker Podcast. We are back after spring break. Uh, first podcast of the of the new school term, spring term. It's, it's a good term because the weather's out and uh, we can wear some cool shoes finally. I'm Jake Willard. We're back in the podcast studio. Mr. Julianos is joining me in studio as always. Do you rocking some cool shoes on your feet. What are you rocking today, dude? Tell us. Yes, sir. So our first episode of the
1: spring, as you said, uh, happy to be back. Another season for us. Uh, today, I am wearing some Air Force Ones with some orange trim around them, but they are customized from one of my good friends here at uh, University of Oregon. She's a volleyball player, August Rasky, and she's a very talented artist. I commissioned her for a little bit of artwork on my shoes. I got these specifically to get like painted on and stuff, and I just told her, you got the reins, do what you want. And so she put a bunch of different patterns and designs on each of the panels and I really do love these shoes. I don't wear them enough because the weather is not usually as nice as it's been this last
0: week or so. Absolutely, with the paint. You don't want the paint coming off. But she did do a really good job of me. I'm seeing like some baseball stitching on there, Puerto Rico logo on the toe because I know Puerto Rican repping baseball, um, all that good stuff. So lots of cool stuff. She always does a great job. You know what I'm rocking off you today, dude? I, I know you're rocking, but I want you to tell me I what you're rocking. I want to tell you. Well, it, it's, it's kind of a good day because I'm on dead stocking today, guys. We're on dead stocking a pair of shoes. And, and for those of you who don't know what that means, that's basically – when you get that brand new pair of shoes that you've really wanted for a long time and you wear them for the first time finally. Like that feeling is amazing just get breaking them out of the box, putting them on your feet, that new shoe smell, licking the soles. That's maybe a sneakerhead thing, but gotta, it got it definitely is. Yeah. Uh, there's like a weird
1: sneakerhead ritual. I swear it's not just us. This yeah. like a thing. Uh when you get a new pair of shoes that you really wanted, like that you're not looking to resell, you like lick the sole of it. Yeah. And it's just like a good
0: luck like omen thing. It's yeah. the weirdest ritual. <laughs> But, like, I've been taught it from people I knew yeah. back home, and, and, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, you taught it to me, and I, I did it on these shoes. So I am rocking. We talked about this on the podcast, and I was hype on it. The The Air Jordan 3 Tinker Air Max 1s, uh, the collab crossover, two of Tinker Hatfield's most iconic designs on one shoe. I will say the, the removable swooshes are amazing. I, I'm a big fan of those. I am rocking. So on the left shoe, I'm rocking the red swoosh, and on the right shoe, I am rocking the the gray, uh, the, the suede gray swoosh. And the quality on these is amazing. Like, honestly, like, after first wear, like, usually when you put on a pair of shoes for the first time, like, especially with Jordan brand, like, you kind of get a good sense of the quality right off the bat. Like, you feel it and kind of tell. Obviously, this shoe is $225. It's a little more expensive than a typical uh, Jordan 3, but the quality is definitely there, and I say that makes it worth it. And I, I don't know. It just, it looks even better in person than does in pictures, um, especially when you get the new swooshes on there, um, and I, I love them. I'm so excited I got these, and we actually... I'll, we'll talk about this later on the podcast, but we had a, we took a little trip to go get these up in Portland and uh, it was it was a fun day, yeah. So, we
1: uh, Jake got them online on the sneakers app, but we already had a, a trip planned up to Portland because none of the stores in Eugene were getting them, so we kind of so made, I, it, made a bought, little
0: day of it. Kind of bought two pairs and I kind of am in possession of two pairs right now as we speak. One of them definitely gonna get returned, but uh, I kind of spent $450 in, in one day, that was kind of fun. I mean, I feel like that's going to be a good segue into what we're going to talk about on the podcast today uh Jordan brand in general finally unveiled their spring summer lineup for this year and and it's it's a lot of shoes we're it's a lot of stuff we're, we're pretty overwhelmed by the amount of shoes they got releasing but it's all pretty some pretty cool stuff um in general and I think we're definitely excited for for some of it we're looking at the list right now and we'll run through it a little bit but looking at this list what do you think was like the one shoe or one set of shoes that really caught your eyes the most so I was most interested before I saw, like, the actual shoes
1: by this Reflections of a Champion Pack, which is what, the Jordan 6, 7, and 8? Yeah, the ones he won his first three championships. Yeah, so he them. won his first three, the first three, Pete, for mm-hmm. Michael Jordan with those three shoes. And they've done this kind of thing before with these three where it used to be just his uh, Champion Pack. Right. And it used to be, like, cigar and champagne and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I was excited because those original releases were so good. They were like really unique pairs of Jordans, and I was excited to see something else. And we kind of just got some fully covered 3M shoes that are re-renditions of old ones, kind of, just with 3M now. So I was pretty let down by it. And then the 6 was a PSG, a leaked PSG shoe that we 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 were told it was a PSG um colorway and it turns out it's this reflections of a champion pack right
0: yeah because i remember we had talked about this ref- like it was supposed to be a psg what we had thought was a psg6 that was all 3m we talked about it on the podcast before but then we found out that that was not the case that was incorrect leak um and sneaker leakers love to f- find the first thing and jump on it and, and spread it so that was that was a wrong leak so it's actually that same shoe we had talked about is a part of this reflections of a champion pack which makes sense because yeah. we didn't see any PSG branding. Yeah, 100%. Like um, and so, like kind of red. Yeah. But it's I really mean, like an infrared, really. so it didn't even make sense. But I think the cool thing about this pack uh, in general is like they're taking the most, I, th- I would say, the most iconic um, colorways of each shoe and they're turning it into this 3M material that's very reflective. If you're trying to flash it on, it looks good. But like they took the Bugs Bunny 8. I mean, there's the infrared 6. And the Cardinal 7. Yeah, Cardinal 7. So I mean, they, that's kind of cool. Like it's just really cool to see that. And I think people are going to be pretty excited for these. And it just looks cool. And I, I like that it's called Reflections of a Champion and they pick the first three Pete. And so it's going to be interesting if they do it with the, with the other three Pete shoes down the line, maybe next year. I'm sure I will. I'm sure. I mean, it would make sense, but I mean, that's just, that's definitely really cool um, to see. And I think another one I want to talk on next that's from the lineup of the spring summer pack is definitely the, the, the candy cane 14s um, or the Rip Hamilton PEs. Like those are pretty sweet. I mean, that's an iconic shoe. And Julian, I mean, you, were, you said you were pretty excited to see these ones come back, right?
1: Um, I'm excited for them to come back just because people who love the 14 love the 14. Mm-hmm. I'm not particularly one of those people, but I actually had the candy cane in high school, like junior year of high school. I had a pair. I got them for really cheap off some guy. He was selling them for like 20 bucks, and they weren't even bad condition. He, he was like in a pinch. Uh, sell your shoes if you need to. That makes sense. So I got them, yeah. and I had them for. About a year before I wound up, uh, I actually gave them away to like. There was a sneaker event that I mm-hmm. went to in Tampa, and they were taking like sneaker donations. And mm-hmm. I was like, "All right, I got these for twenty five bucks, and I've kind of like beaten yeah. them up. I'll like, I'll donate them." Yeah. Up. But, but I, again, I'm excited for him just because it's the most iconic colorway of this silhouette for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just cool to see the 14 actually come back. Maybe it'll get more hype than it
0: than it's had in the past. Yeah. And, like, that's not even the only 14 in the spring-summer lineup. I mean, there's also the—so the Ferrari 14 is another kind of famous colorway of the shoe. Um, the original release kind of had a red suede on the on the, on the shoe on the side, um, and this time they flipped it, um, so now it's a yellow suede and there's red detailing. So the reverse Ferrari is set to come out uh, spring-summer, and it's, it's a good-looking shoe. I mean, it's a lot of yellow, but, I mean, they got, like, the carbon fiber look on the sides and everything. Um, it's just—it's a classic shoe, and it's cool that they're— Again, I feel like just Nike in general lately has been doing a good job of like kind of make taking something that used to be popular back in the day and bringing a, a new twist to it. I think we saw that with the Mars Air Max ninety versus the the Moon Landing ninety. Like they kind of took something that was really popular that people loved and then they redid it a little differently and brought it back. And so that's kind of cool. But I'm some people are I don't know iffy on it sometimes. But
1: well, and it and it kind of caters to instead of people just getting another pair of a shoe they already have, they can get like. A second pair to kind of go with that shoe, yeah. So if you get the reverse Ferraris and you had the original ones, you can kind of just have both, or you can like miss mix match them, or whatever people like to do with similar looking shoes, I yeah. Know, definitely. But, I know. mean,
0: the mismatching does look good if you do it right. And I think the, that'll look good, yeah. I think that one would look really good. Um, so that's really cool. Two other shoes that we got we want to run through real quick. There's the uh, the Ray Allen Air Jordan 7 Bucks PE, they took so he had two colorways of this shoe when he played for the Bucks. Back in the day, and so they collabed. They kind of combined the two colors into the one, um, and so it's just the black suede, and then it's got the the purple, and then the greenish uh, accents to it. it. Looks really good. It kind of reminds me a little bit of a, a Grape Five, the black Grape Five, but this one I think is just it's more Bucks colors versus the the neon aqua blue. But I, I like them. It looks it looks really clean. And then there's also the Cap and Gown Thirteens, which are the the patent leather on the the bubble dots, and then it's got the black suede. Um, they've been doing, Jordan Brand's doing cap and gown stuff around graduation for a couple of years now. It's, it's really cool um, when they do it. People really seem to like it. And especially if you're graduating that year, like that's kind of special. Like if you're a sneaker head, I don't think I'm going to get this one because we are graduating and I'm, I'm not a big 13 guy. But I, I mean, it's just kind of a cool, cool idea in general.
1: So. Well, and I think with the the cap and gown stuff, it's really cool because I know a lot of schools and like school areas don't want people wearing sneakers when mm-hmm. they walk, especially right. like guys. They want girls to wear, like, heels or some sort of dress shoe. And same thing with guys. Like, yeah. A dress shoe and, like, a, a shoe, not a sneaker. Mm-hmm. Or if it is a sneaker, it needs to be, like, all black, just really, like, a subtle thing. Right. And so I wasn't allowed to wear sneakers for my high school graduation. So I remember I really wanted a pair of Jordan 11 Space Jams. Mm. And I kind of, like, ran it by my counselor first because I didn't want to buy the shoe because at the time it was reselling for, like, three fifty. dollars Right. So I ran up by my counselor and she's like, "Yeah, if you wear that, they won't let you walk. They'll like pull you off to the side and you just won't walk." I'm like, "Why?" And she's like, "It's not all black and it's a sneaker. I'm like it's like right. that
0: one's pretty, pretty much all black. It's got a little like just the white yeah. sole." Well, that's and the then only what? Thing. And then what's wild is
1: when we got to graduation, there was just a bunch of kids wearing sneakers and nobody said a thing. And it's like, okay, well, hey, I could have had this really cool shoe that I've wanted right. for years, oh. which. You know, but now there's options that Jordan Brand's actually putting yeah. out specifically for this. Mm-hmm. And it's like patent leather. So it's looking it look, like yeah. it's a, a nicer shoe and a higher class shoe, you know, quote yeah. unquote. And
0: so I, I think that's awesome. Yeah, 100%. Like the messaging behind it is awesome. And it's cool that they they recognize that. And so that's definitely those those both of those shoes are pretty cool coming out. There's also a for the woman exclusive. So the Jordan Brand's been running with the snakeskin 11 lows. Uh, we're getting a lot of different colors of it. There's a navy blue coming out for the men. Couple other ones. There's like a Oreo-ish kind of color, cream, black, white. And then now for the woman, they're getting exclusive. It's a pink one um, on the snakeskin print. Eleven low. I I, I was watching a uh, full size run. It was a couple episodes ago. And like uh that, someone had mentioned that for most women's shoes, they just shrink it and pink it. Um, they make it smaller and then they add a lot of pink to it. And I would say that this shoe is it kind of falls under that, but at the same time, it doesn't because it looks really good. Um, I think the sneaks and 11s have all been amazing. And they, even though it's pink, it's still fire. And I think men would want to cop this one. I think even. a lot
1: of men will uh, buy it, especially like smaller size oh, yeah. guys that can fit in some women's shoes. But yeah, you're definitely right about uh, shrink it and pink it. That's, that's something yeah. that they Jordan brand especially loves to do. They'll take a Jordan 4, throw like pink and orange on it. And they're mm-hmm. like, hey, it's a women's shoe. Yeah. Which is cool because it does usually sell. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm happy they're making like shoes specifically for women. That's yeah. nice. But it would be nice to see them like kind of branch out from this like stereotypically yeah. women color. And well, I men think they color. have.
0: I think they have been doing a really good job of that lately. I mean, we saw during All Star Game weekend like the woman had the one of the better probably Jordan the best ones. shoe, the yeah, weekend. the best shoe of the weekend. They, it was a woman's exclusive shoe, and they've been doing like the Lele May. Like she just had her sixes. Like even though that was a little bit pink, like that was really cool. Like it the, was were, her design, yeah. It too. Her she designed it, so that was big. But like I don't know, like I don't think I think Jordan Brand in the in recent years has been doing a really good job of kind of getting away from that shrink it and pink it and it's cool to see when now that when they're getting it into it it's actually really good looking which I mean if you're going to do it at least make it nice right yeah, 100% so and the snakes and 11s like are just fire in general so it's cool to see they're they're going in hard on those okay but this is this pack is I think this is the one we got to talk about the most cuz there's definitely a stigma around Jordan brand doing this and this isn't the first time they've done it but uh, the Air Jordan 4 is getting the fly knit treatment it's we're getting an all fly knit Jordan Four, uh, we're getting four colorways. It's kind of like a, it's like a very bright neon pack. There's a red one, there's a blue one, there's a neon yellow, and then there's an orange, and it's just all Flyknit. The whole entire shoe is in those colors. I mean, it's it's a very loud pack for sure. But I mean, Julian, like, what do you think about Flyknit on a, on a retro Jordan? I'm curious. I've always liked it, honestly.
1: I think it kind of shows that Nike's uh, technology and innovation that they've come out with. And putting it on a Jordan is kind of cool because you're not just taking an old shoe and retroing it and retroing it and beating a a dead horse, so to speak, even though retro fours are not a dead horse. Not at all. Not not at all. But just giving like a a reimagination to an already existing shoe with already existing technology that's way ahead of the sneakers time originally, I think that's just really good. Um, It's coming out for the spring-summer, so Flyknit is awesome for spring-summer, especially for like anybody... In the South or Texas or Arizona or anything like that, it gets hot. Yeah, 100%. wearing leather sneakers is not fun. No, not all the time. <laughs> yeah, because you're not going to be wearing jeans, and you don't want to wear leather. So you, if you got a pair of Jordan Flyknits, mm-hmm. I mean, breathability and yeah, they're a little bit more comfortable. But I think their mistake with the Jordan One Flyknits was that they were taking the, the Royals colors, yeah. and the bread, and they took retro colors that were really like classic, and then they. Flying of them. Right. And why would I get the knit version when well, I can get the leather version, which is way nicer, has like a history to it and all that. But with these, they're just like all like tonal, mm-hmm. really bright, very summery
0: shoes. And I think it's kind of a better step in the right direction than what they've done in the past with this. See, it's funny that you say that because I kind of almost disagree a little bit. I think with the Jordan 1, like I like that they use the retro colors better. Like for me personally, like I've been thinking about trying to get a pair of like the Royal or Bread knit 1s just because like I do like like you were kind of talking about that breathability in the summer is nice. Like I can still wear like like my Jordan 1s that I like in the summer, like and just beat the crap out of them, too, because they're easier to get and they're a lot cheaper on the resale market. So that's nice, at least especially for us as college students. But I don't know. Like I definitely think I liked the fact that they use the retro colors better. I think on the four, I think it this works a lot better, though. Like, I don't think you could use retro colors on a Flyknit 4 uh, quite as well. And so and I, I do like this pastel pack. It does look good, and I think they did a good job with it. So I think it just depends. Like, it's all about the execution, and I think the execution on these Flyknit 4s is really good. And on the ones, I thought it was decent. Um, it was definitely not as good as these 4s, but I thought that I liked them better because they were reg like retro. And I really was pissed because I remember like a, it was like a year ago, that there were leaked images of like a, a shattered backboard flying at low uh, Jordan One, and I saw that and I was like, whoa, that's like it was sick. Like I really liked it because I like orange and black. I really do like because I'm a big San Francisco Giants fan, and I was like, I want to get this shoe so bad. And they never released it, it kind of just like sputtered off, and like no one knows what happened to it because but...
1: the, the original ones like sold so poorly, didn't Yeah, you? I guess they didn't want to release the nod. you I know,
0: away. so I was like, damn it. So, yeah, I don't know, like I definitely would have gotten those. And so, if this exists or Nike hears this or whatever, like if there's any extra pairs sitting around, hit me up, I, I would buy it at Run J. Will. At Run J. Will, please. But I mean, so yeah, I don't know, I definitely think it depends on the execution, uh, from very to very with with the fly knits, so
1: and like. Their execution on the at 3 a few Ugh. years ago was just awful.
0: Yeah, I think it was a, that was a weird one because it's just like, it, I don't know, there wasn't much. It was just an all-black shoe. Basically. There's a million all-black Jordan 3s that are just better.
1: Yeah. With this, there's like one all-red Jordan, or there's two red Jordan 4s. One's like really rare and expensive. Mm-hmm. The other's all patent leather. That's true. And so now you have this Flyknit yeah. one, which is nice. And then there hasn't been a... Volt color orange right. or like a light blue like there is. So I think diversity
0: is really nice too. Yeah, to 100%. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the the bulk of the spring-summer pack for Jordan brand. Um, I was, it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff, and it's some pretty good stuff for the most part. And so I think people are going to be pretty excited about it. I think we're definitely excited about it. I don't know what we're gonna to try to cop yet. If we're gonna cop anything at all, it depends on money at the time as, as well.
1: I, I kind of want those uh blue at fours. Yeah, those are those are ice. for
0: you as a Yankees fan. You, you could Absolutely. rock those definitely. I don't know. I'm kind of partial to the the Ray Allen Buck sevens. Like those are pretty nice okay. actually. See, pretty subtle.
1: I don't know if you notice know about me, Jake, but I'm a big anti-Ray Allen guy. <laughs> Why? He played for the Celtics. Uh. He played for the Heat. And you're a Knicks and fan. And he uh he hurt me as a Knicks fan
0: yeah. a lot. I'm sorry. And
1: then him going to Miami from the Celtics. I always thought that was like the biggest turncoat move of all time <laughs> before Kevin Durant. Right. Shout out to Kevin Durant, uh the future snake.
0: Nick. The snake of the NBA, but possible future. Future Nick. Nick. So uh,
1: <laughs> but yeah, Ray Allen, I just never been a fan of him. There's yeah. actually a picture of me that my dad has. I didn't know about this until like earlier this year. Oh man. Ray Allen's holding me in <laughs> in New York, in Manhattan. And there's a picture of him holding me, and I'm just bawling. <laughs> I'm just
0: crying. Even from a so baby, even as a
1: baby, I didn't like him. So I knew it was meant to be when he told me that earlier to share Bobby, Bobby,
0: please send us this photo, and we need to post this on the Not Another Sneaker Podcast uh, Instagram page because that's amazing. He said he couldn't find it, but he knows it's it there. Knows like he remembers
1: taking it. I've never seen the picture. That's he's, what's crazy. He's got a double time on this. He's got to find this picture. There's so many pictures we have in the house. This. Oh man, that would take a year. <laughs> if he ever finds it, please send it. <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. Speaking of some old, like, legends, Vans has a collab this with such a David pack. Bowie. Obviously not with him, but, like, a David Bowie collab tribute, pack, tribute yeah. type of deal. And it's a bunch of different shoes. I think it's, like, five, four or five different pairs. Something like that. Oh. And on all different Vans models, the old school high, low, uh, some with straps. There's, like, a hybrid model in there, which Yeah, is really cool. And, boy,
0: are these cool. <sighs> this is This is... Van like people sleep on vans a little bit too much sometimes like their collabs sometimes are just through the roof they're and they're amazing. always so creative honestly like they they're willing to get creative with their silhouettes like they're willing to pay tribute in the in the best way they can. Like the NASA pack was cool, like the Beatles packs, like the the Toy Story packs that they did, those were awesome. It said Andy on the bottom of shoes. Like those were sweet. Like Vans is, kills the collab game sometimes and people sometimes forget about them just in the in the sneaker world. And oh. they're cheap. So if you yeah. want to have like
1: really cool pair of shoes and say you're like the biggest David Bowie fan, I know 100%. I know my old roommate Jake Reed loves David Bowie. And if he got these Vans, I know he would love that a lot. Oh yeah. And uh they're a cheap shoe, so if you don't want to go spend two twenty five like Jake did over here <laughs> on some Jordans, uh, you can go spend sixty on a pair of vans that yeah. like mean almost as much, just depending on who it is.
0: Honestly, and like I think some of them are definitely like if you're looking for hype. I mean, I think some of them are definitely going to sell out, and they're going to be worth worth some money on the resale market. Um, and sometimes I think as sneakerheads we put too much stock into that. But um, I mean, way that's too just much stock, way too much stock into that. But like these shoes in general just are amazing. Um, I mean, there's the the old school with the the signature lightning bolt through it, just that oh, it's just the cream. It looks so good. Um, if you get a chance, Google these shoes. They're just yeah, Vans outdid themselves on these. Um, Miles Trinidad, my roommate right now, would love these as well. Definitely David Bowie fans. everywhere would be a big fan, but just people in general who just appreciate a good collab and maybe need a cool pair of shoes like these are these are definitely a go-to. And plus, just it's always nice to remember an icon uh, in David Bowie. So, Vans. Hats off to you, pretty awesome. Uh, another collab, back to Nike.
1: Sadly, <laughs> I, I love talking not about Nike, but I mean, it seems like they're always the ones on yeah. the forefront. Odell Beckham Jr. recently traded to the Cleveland Browns. Big trade. That was a big
0: trade. That was actually as amazing. a Niners fan, I was I was heartbroken. Yeah, and you didn't get AB either. We didn't get anyone. Big rip. Hey, we'll we, get won't, you, we won't talk about. We'll that. get Grappolo back hopefully healthy. Hopefully. So we'll hope,
1: but. Uh, Odell, he on Air Max Day decided to flex all of his, uh, his shoe, or his cleats that he's going to be using this upcoming mm-hmm. season, and they have OBJ on the side, and those are just awesome. On like the Scotty Pippen model that are made into um cleats, football yeah, cleats. cleats, look great. So a- after he flexed all that, he decided to flex a very specific, made for him Air Max that will hopefully be releasing. I'm
0: hearing it will. I'm hearing
1: rumors. That I it heard will. that it's supposed to release in April. And I really hope it does because that shoe is really, really dope. How
0: do you feel about it, Jake? I mean, it's just, it just reminds, it's such an Odell Beckham shoe. Like it's just like, it's so many bright colors, like a big hodgepodge of different design elements and everything. It's a, I think it's a Air Max two or 720. The, it's the one with the big air bubble on it. I mean, we, you and I were talking about this this week, when we went to Portland, like, the 720 doesn't look—it's not the best looking shoe, but the like the way the colorways they've been putting on it and like what they've been doing with it has been what's saving it. And like I think with this one, like this is the first 720 that I think we both agree looks good. And like they're using the elements that they've put on the shoe to not only—they're not using
1: a colorway to mask it; they're mm-hmm. using the colorway to like work co- like and coincide with it to make it look even better. I don't think this colorway looks as good on a different shoe or a different Air Max.
0: 100%. Yeah, no, they they definitely played into the shoe and I think it's cool to see Odell Beckham Jr. getting more freedom with his shoes and, and the stuff he's doing is, is pretty hot right now. Um, And, Nike, and he's a
1: megastar, so it makes yeah, sense.
0: that definitely helps. And it's like Nike's really good about riding the hot hand. I feel like like they wrote out the Virgil Abloh stuff a lot. They gave him like the 10-pack the like went on forever. Um, I mean, then you got Travis Scott, he's got all of his stuff coming, and then uh, Odo Beckham. So, like, Nike's pretty good about riding the hot hand with what people want to see. Um, and so it's going to be very cool to see what, what else comes out of the Odo Beckham deal. And and I think this 720 is definitely a step uh, in the right direction. But riding the hot hand doesn't always work. And we've seen that with Adidas. And this is, we got to throw Adidas in, because any time a Yeezy's releasing, it's Yeezy's got to mention it. It's, it's that important in the sneaker world. But there's a new Yeezy colorway coming out. 350 V2 static. It's just glowing. It's called the glow in the dark one. It's just basically it's a neon. It's just a neon green. It's the vault green. Yeah. Big But it glows green. in the dark. Glows in the dark. This
1: is my favorite static besides the original. I, 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 I actually agree. I actually think this
0: this will get a good amount of hype. Honestly. I think like that's what kind of got lost on I don't know. Like I feel like Kanye is such a loud person and I feel like with the Yeezy Adidas line, they've never really given him that freedom. Like sometimes a little bit with like when we saw the zebra stuff and like that, like that was the first one in a while that I thought like really just like screamed Kanye West. Like it's, he's starting to get more loud with his shoes. And like, I think this is the first one in a while that's really loud and just kind of like f- fitting of his style. Like when he was at Nike, like the shoes that he was making with Nike were so loud, like bright colors, interesting design elements to it. Um And I think this is kind of just, at least it's stepping back in that realm a little bit, but it's, it's an interesting one. I think, it might be one of the more hyped statics. I I kind of. I think it'll be the
1: most hype easy in, in a while. In The last like eight months, nine months. It also honestly. depends on how
0: limited it is. I mean, that's always a factor too. We have Easies are interesting because the Easy Mafia like leaks all the information about them, and if you follow them on Twitter or wherever, Instagram, um, they're really good about knowing the stock numbers and announcing that. And that actually does have a big sway. It, hu-
1: it hurts like oh yeah, people going after it. Yeah, if people know there's going to be. Six hundred thousand of a shoe, they're not gonna want to go
0: after it as much if they know there's fifty thousand. Yeah, so like Mafia. even though they, they like the shoe, yeah. And Yeezy Mafia is such an interesting thing to talk. Like the sneaker leakers, I feel like, and we're gonna have, we're definitely gonna have to do a whole podcast about this at some point, um, or talk more in depth. But I feel like sneaker leakers in general, like they're just like such an important part of sneakers. But at the same time, like it could be positive, it could be negative. I don't know. Like it's there, there, there's such an important part of the dichotomy of sneaker resell culture and sneaker culture in general. And is that for good or for bad? It definitely depends. But Yeezy Mafia has been so ingratiated in the hype behind Yeezys for the longest time that they actually have a lot of sway. So that's interesting. And
1: I've I've heard this term kind of get thrown around in music a lot lately with artists like uh, Lil Pump and like Billie Eilish, oh, where yeah. people don't necessarily think they're talented at all, but they're really popular. Mm-hmm. Um, industry plant, uh, <laughs> the sneaker had community kind of has the same type of things except we do it to ourselves it's not like these big wigs kind of pushing an envelope on us and we're like oh yeah we take it it's like again the Easy mafias and the sneaker Mm newses and the the kicks on fire if they put five articles about these uh this jordan pack coming up, we're gonna see more of that Mm -hmm. and know more about that than we will about the new atmos puma collab yeah. coming out, which is nice it's by awesome the way. yeah it's a puma disc and it's a really nice collab but nobody really cares about it mm. because there's one article about that and there's 10 about jordan yeah 100 percent. so we kind of push like what gets brought to the forefront and mm-hmm. again with resale yeah. and everything like that
0: and like i feel like like brands like like nike and adidas like they know like which of these kind of i mean for lack of a like there are kind of journalism agencies like news sources for sneakers um, like they know which ones to push. And like, so they're pretty strategic about like, like how, when they tell them about the shoes, like when they can release the information, like there are embargo dates involved and everything. So it's, it's a, definitely a business in Nike marketing is uh, Nike and Adidas marketing are really good at uh, utilizing it. And so that's an interesting thing. But then there's also just like the people who love to like get ahead of Nike. Like they try to get past the embargo dates like that PSG six, which is actually the reflections of a champion six. Like that was something like wrong, wrongly leaked or it was misinformation, um, and then, like, back in the day, like, Pinoe used to be really big on social. Like, he'd be the first to kind of break news and get into some beefs over it. And then now it's Pirates. They, they're they the big Instagram channel account that really tries to get out. There used to, to be on. a lot of those. There used to be a lot. And they're definitely, like, now it's become a lot harder because I think Nike and Adidas are realizing that it's not good. But sometimes it is good. Like, they generate a lot of hype early. Um, so it's an interesting dynamic. So as we were talking about earlier on, like, at the very beginning of this episode, uh, Jake
1: is und- dead-stalking his Jordan 3s today. And we took a day trip to Portland. So Jake texted me (laughs) earlier on last week. This is this is a crazy, this is a crazy thing. Like I I don't know what I was expecting, but yeah, yeah. He just texts me and it's like, hey, I really want these shoes. I knew this, but he texts me. He wanted them. uh, I want to go to Portland to try and get them because he was, you know, we weren't really sure about the hype on these shoes. So go get them in person. You get them. They're secured. You're not really worried about it. Yeah. So he gets them on the app, where we say. We're gonna go to Portland anyway. We have to pick up a friend from the airport. Mm-hmm. So we go. We bring a buddy August. And uh my roommate Kern was supposed to come, but it was an early morning. He did not wait. So up he at so all. he did not make the trip. <laughs> um so we make our trip to Portland. On the way up, we uh we make some stops at the outlets in Woodburn. Yeah. And we we made some stops in the Nike store, Adidas, Puma,
0: and Vans. Vans and then yeah, that was. I think those were I, think, I much, think those were yeah. pretty much the the we main passed those. under armor but we we knew there wasn't anything I in there I didn't us. care
1: to see some bad stuffs honestly <laughs> I just didn't care. So we first went to the Nike store, terrible. No hash wall. They got rid of like their whole wall in the back where it was all like
0: the so, old shoes that are like yeah. 25 extra percent off. They had like six shoes on a wall. So and that was if it. you've ever been to a, a Nike outlet or just an outlet in general, like it's obviously it's like it's like the the last like the sale store, like everything's on sale. It's kind of the old models of things. Like they're just trying to get rid of it at this point because they need to sell it. And so usually it's all listed for a lot cheaper. Um and Nike and Adidas usually are really big for their hash walls. And so that's kind of the wall in the back where the shoe box top is cut off, and they're just like, all right here are all the shoes we have, whatever sizes we have or what, like it's all scattered and it's it's like a hodgepodge. So usually it's mixtures of like shoes that were returned for whatever reason or shoes that maybe didn't sell and so they just need to get rid of or maybe like the boxes got lost so they got to sell them somehow. Like like whatever reason they're back there, they're back there. And usually that's the best part of any outlet you're going to go to. Um, and so if you have a Nike or an Adidas or just an outlet around you in general, like chances are, they're going to have a hash wall and they're going to have all those cool shoes. 99%. Yeah.
1: This is the only Nike store that I've been to that didn't have
0: one. Okay. But I, and I had been to this one in the past and they definitely had a pretty good hash wall. I remember with some good stuff. Like I think one time I went there and I saw a pair of the B true Flyknit racers back when Flyknit racer was still hype and they were doing, Nike was doing their B true stuff really well. Um, and I was shocked to see those. And like, sometimes you'll see some good retro Jordans on there and everything. Um, so it was, we went in there and I was the first room we went to and we were just like, what? Why is there no hash? Well, it was, it was super disappointing. And it was packed. It was packed. The place was still... packed and just there was nothing worth getting. Yeah. I mean, there were like a couple of random shoes that like they're nice and they were pretty cheap. They got like a pair
1: of like Kobe ADs. And... Yeah.
0: I think we could have got a pair of like the Zoom Flies, like the one of the original colorways is, for like 30 bucks, something like that, which isn't terrible. Like brand new. That's pretty good. But uh, I mean, it wasn't anything too crazy. They had the um the Born a Star Jordan Ones, but they weren't even on sale. They just had them they in just, store.
1: Yeah, they were just there for retail.
0: Yeah, which is crazy. Um, I mean, kind of cool, but like still like no sales. So, I don't know. So that wasn't nothing too interesting in that store. Um, and then we waddled over to the Adidas store. Um, which was kind of the same story. A little bit. I, I they, think they had some stuff. There. They did have the Hash Wall. Um, the Hash Wall is definitely nothing nothing to talk about really they had a lot of sambas for cheap and we got to look at the oh god who's 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 PE was it oh it was Tracy McGrady's
1: there was a Tracy McGrady all-star PE that they brought back that I didn't even know they brought back and it was his old sneaker with Adidas but they had they just threw a boost in there yeah and they it said it was like kind of it was pretty cool and it was really cheap too it was like 50 bucks yeah it just, looked good so it was just not a chance i was buying that but. yeah it was pretty, pretty dope. Yeah, so
0: that was, that was. it's just cool to see stuff like that. You don't even know exists and you just find it in an outlet. That's always fun. And Julian was definitely the the Portland Timbers soccer kit this year. He, he loved that. He was, he was like, oh, this is sick. So I'm probably gonna have to when
1: I'm not even a Timbers fan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, um, it'd be that way sometimes. You so. really do. Yeah. Um. So that was the Adidas store. And then I think from there we went to, was it Vans next? Went to Vans. Went to
1: Vans. Which they didn't have too much, but they did have a really cool, like, collab there. I don't know who the collab was with, but it was this, like, Chinese like kimono, yeah.
0: like, on a shoe. It's like a, so it was a classic Vans slip-on, and yeah, it was like a Chinese, like, it was like a slipper kind of look. Like, it was like a silk fabric yeah, with, like. Some dragons on it, and. And it was just really, really cool. It, it was a
1: slip-on, all red, silk, it even some said, gold. like. This will fray over time. So like, yeah. you know, but it was really dope.
0: My size. Julian looked so good. Like that was such I, a Julian I wanted shoe. Them. I wanted them. I don't know why I didn't buy them, but yeah. I wanted Some, them. Sometimes you got to make tough passes. Yeah. It, so that was I, I just cool. would have never worn it. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just like that one time you did wear them would have been electric. <laughs> it would have been gas. Honestly. Easy. And then I think the final stop we made was the, uh, we kind of just like spur of the moment, like let's go to Puma. So we, went to the we, were, we were just walking by and I was like hello guys let's like, let's go check let's it out go in it was easily the like surprise of the of the trip biggest eye-opener just in terms of like the style what they're putting out right now Pumas like people are sleeping on Puma a little bit yeah like I think like they're doing a lot of like cool stuff and we just seeing it in person like is, makes such like I feel like as a sneakerhead you most of your stuff you see on like on social media or online or whatever and seeing it in person really does make a big difference. Um, and so, seeing it in person for us definitely super eye opening. We tried out their like Ultra Boost esque shoe. It looked like an Ultra Boost, or like the foam is supposed to like rival an Ultra Boost. And we both tried it on. And we we're just like, oh my we, god! We
1: looked at this shoe and we laughed. We scoffed at it. and We laughed. We thought it was terrible. The boot, the but the, the bouncy some, material. The something rubber, compelled yeah. me to try it on because I am like, let me give it a chance. This was the most comfortable shoe I've ever put on. It was honestly incredible.
0: There's something about like the the upper on it is like. So like prime knit is pretty like it's pretty firm like it's it's pretty like I don't want to say firm but like it's it, tight it's pretty tight like it tightens to your foot pretty well and like it's meant to be kind of tight but like the I don't know the Puma like f- whatever knit upper they made was just it was like it hugged your foot but still it had, had a lot space. Of had a lot of give to it, like it just felt like like a cloud on also, top of your foot. Also, the boost
1: not all the way through. Yeah, it, it like was divided in the the middle of your foot, mm-hmm. and that was really nice. Ugh,
0: yeah, we we both just looked at each other, just like it's too bad this shoe is ugly.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so we saw that, and we saw their dad's shoe, which was cool. I know Jacques Slade talks about it a lot. I don't, I'm blanking on the name of it right now, mm-hmm. but it is a really cool sneaker. And it was all, it was their sale place again, yeah. so it was pretty cheap stuff. So just, like, keep an eye out on some Puma stuff. You yeah. just see it for
0: cheap, and you need, like, a... could be worth a cop, yeah. It could be worth a cop, definitely. Honestly. Um. And then from there, we drove up to the Nike store, Um. and that's where I got the shoes. I don't know, and it was funny, like, I think... I didn't want to say this when you were kind of telling the story, like, I was getting nervous that the these shoes were going to sell out. And obviously, I was childish, because they didn't sell out. But you can still buy them on the sneakers app right now. Every stock is... Every sh- shoe size is still in stock. Like, nothing crazy at all. Um. But I remember I was panicked, and I'm like... Like, dude, like if I don't get these on the sneakers app, we're gonna have to leave at like seven thirty in the morning to get up there and be first in line at the store. Like, I, I gotta make sure I get these shoes. I panicked for no reason. We literally got to the store. I want to say it like like one thirty, and uh, we strutted on in. Yeah, we strutted in, but they the, like they didn't have much size left. I think they had an eight and eight and a half and a ten and a half. That was all they had left, and it was just one of each size. And so I was like, I was lucky they had my size still in stock. But I got them. I got, I saw them in person. I'm like, yeah, I'm here. I might as well get them. <laughs> So I technically, like I said, own two pairs. Um, I'm going to return the ones I bought on the sneakers app just because I already wore. I'm wearing these ones now. But yeah, the Nike store, we looked around a little bit. They, they had the, the, the fly knit, or no, not the fly knit, the, the Zoom fly, the Nathan, whoever, the drawn on the pink with the drawing on it. Which are really cool. Yeah, they're really cool in person. We were very impressed. Some, some Russell Westbrook like
1: clothes, which were dope.
0: Yeah, like we we're actually really impressed with the the Jordan brand clothes, also, which I never am. Yeah, like they did a lot of cool stuff with like the Jordan One Wings logo, like and like I don't know, it was just really nice. Obviously, very expensive. Anytime you ride a big Nike store, like that expensive, but uh, that was kind of cool to see. And then just like this, like the just all the just the good Nike like Air Maxes, lifestyle shoes, everything, running shoes. So that was kind of cool. That was fun to go. August Howell was definitely was he's really loving the Nike store, I think, the most. Um, just kind of seeing all the cool stuff that they had. Um
1: for sure. And it was a fun trip. I'm happy we went. Yeah,
0: honestly. We made a full day of it. Yeah, I made it a full day, got some good shoes. It's always a good feeling. So and that's something that we had talked about in the previous podcast. Like we miss out on that in Eugene because it's so small and not really a sneaker town. So it was fun to go up to Portland and, you and get a pair. Yeah, and get a pair and actually be involved in the sneaker stuff. So,
1: so last thing I want to just mentioning it. Uh, there is a StockX. I haven't even told you about this, Jake. Mm. There's a StockX, uh, bid thing that they have going on right now. If you bid one dollar, you get put in for a chance to get the three recent Yeezy releases. Wow! And you you don't actually pay a dollar unless you win. So they're giving away like ten pair or ten to ten, 10 size, people probably. all three pairs in your size. Wow! And so we'll probably wind up linking that. Oh yeah. When we, uh, when, we drop when this, this goes live, uh, you have to get that in before April fifth. So I think that'll be the day that that releases. Yeah, the day. Yeah. So it should be good. The day you'll be hearing this is when you have to put in for this. It's a dollar bid and then like fifteen dollars shipping, but you, none of it gets paid until you, you actually, actually win. Win. And so I think that's pretty cool. Uh, use our link.
0: Kind of sick. Yeah. And, check uh, that out. Um, I I haven't done it yet, but I saw it and i meant to the send it to you. But I was like, well, yeah. let me let me tell them on this. I like it breaking some news to me. That's pretty cool. I mean, I love when StockX does cool stuff like that. Um, you always got to keep an eye out. The StockX goat sometimes does some fun stuff. Like, yeah, we want to keep you guys informed of all the cool sneaker stuff happening. Get some shoes for the low. That's never a bad thing. Absolutely. I feel like that's what we talk about the most on here. Like, even though I just spent 100 or 225 dollars on a pair of Jordans, like getting shoes for cheap is always a it's a nice thing when you're in college and just in general too. Absolutely. So, yeah. Well, that was everything we had to talk about. It was a good first episode back. We hope you guys are excited to hear our voices again because we're excited to be back on the the mic. Um, As always, um, it was a fun spring break and we're excited to pump out more podcasts for you this term. I mean, that's everything for us. Absolutely.
1: We'll catch you on release date.
0: See you guys later.